the Cast Ascendancy Podcast. They lift heavy, they laugh all day, and they live in Mexico. Here are your hosts, Art and Amber Castillo, live from their studio in Rosarito Beach. They're trainers, parents, travelers, and have lived everywhere from Kentucky to Honduras. A lover, a fighter that love to talk from current events, fitness, and lifting to relationships and everything in between. So if you're ready to know what you don't know and brave enough to hear what you don't want to hear. For your own safety, please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened at all times. And please hold on to hats and glasses. Thank you. Happy 4th of July. Happy July of the 4th. Happy red, white, and blue. Blue, white, and red. Independence. Day. Freedom. <laughs> Looks like somebody needs some freedom. America. So, like, remember those commercials, right? They used to have these commercials where um, they had this, like, they found oil on the moon, and this eagle comes up, and he goes, Looks like the moon needs some freedom. Those were the best commercials ever. <laughs> no. Best what? I don't remember Worst that. American ever. When were they? Like, like in the 60s? No, I'm not as old as you are. <laughs> like, in the 2000s. What the hell? I don't remember. Or like, real man of genius. You remember those? <laughs> no. <coughs> okay, that was nice. I don't like, oh my God, worst co-host ever. So, so today we have a lot of stuff and things to say like, go ahead, they're the French's peoples. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, cool stuff today. What's crazy is that like, our, our, most of our listeners are American and Mexican, mm-hmm. but now they're uh the French have overpassed the Mexicans. Yeah, we were so we were taking a look, in case you don't know what the hell he's talking about, taking a look at the analytics of our podcast. And, yeah. It was, a little smart when you said that word. <laughs> she was smart. She said, analytics. <laughs> but it was like a quarter of our listeners. 26% of our listeners are from French. From French? <laughs> yeah. From They're the, Francis. Yeah. From Francis. French. Um, what's crazy is we don't know not one person <laughs> i mean it could be it could be francois ba it's not at least it said his name right so any well we think it's kind of cool because we really have no idea who those people are yeah, so no if you're listening thanks <laughs> yeah um, if you're french and you're listening and you're from the france lands um connect with us on facebook the link tree's in the description also uh facebook.com forward slash bonjour don't you be saying no french <laughs> bad words on the lines they're gonna they're gonna you're gonna see we got French listeners. You're, you're pushing them away by saying cuss words. Oops. Weirdo. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Facebook.com forward slash profit.ascendancy. Yeah. Or Amber dot Or no, wait. It's Amber Way Castillo. But um, we're easy to find. Amber Art Castillo. Whatever. Um, Arturius Castillo. Yes. Castillo. Yeah, because that made us think, like, we're thinking... All of our people are from our Facebook friends well, list. What's even crazier is that like France has been on there for a long time, but it was like a very low number, like twelve percent. Right. So it's doubled. Um, maybe Edmund, do you have French friends? Bitch was Edmund, that fucking weirdo. He was like, ah, oh, hello, you calling me now? We need to do a Spotify to go up the number. <laughs> right. Yeah, you sound like the the chef on Little Mermaid. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Onward. Onward. Um. So, 4th of July is a special day, but it is kind of funny. <laughs> it ain't no special no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Am I going to offend this person? Is that? Somebody asked me what I identify as today. 
I wasn't moving on to that, but go no, ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. No, just. All right, so I got a buddy of mine, right? I like the dude. I think he's four foot tall, but I like the dude, right? He's of uh, African descent. His name is Leland. Leland De- Devon. Leland Devon something junior, right? Pretty sure that's his name. Like the dude, supposed really cool, a lot of engagement, a lot of uh, topics, the way he looks at stuff, right? Well, um, he said some things to me today that I didn't agree with, you know what I mean? I'm sure that I say a shit ton of shit that probably nobody agrees with. My podcast, go fuck yourself, don't listen if you don't want to. So, he said, uh, uh, it, not, none of the other shit matters. What we all talked about does not matter, but he asked me what I identify as, right? Which is funny to me because... If you ask a white boy who thinks he's black what he ad- identifies as, and he says black, the black dude won't get offended, right? Do the same thing vice versa, the white dude's gonna get offended. Hey, what you mind you think you're you're white? You you got a married huh, motherfucker? Or no, cuz you ain't gonna what you talking about, huh? No, no, not at all, bro, not at all, right? Well, that's a very touchy subject and it's real weird because what if I identify as a rich millionaire American citizen with American papers? Right. That is what I identify as. Let me back in the country, guys, because uh, that's what I identify as. That's like asking a fucking girl. No, let's make it better. That's like asking a 45-year-old pervert man who's molested, you know, women before what he identifies as, and he says a woman who's a lesbian. It's getting slippery slope. <laughs> oh, my slope. Stay slippery, girl. <laughs> well, so does America's. Yeah. Obviously. But, I mean, does that make sense to you at all? Uh, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. You're, you're really... <sighs> You're doing the opposite of what you're saying you want to do by asking somebody what they identify as. If you're trying to promote equality, all that kind of stuff, um, but then asking somebody what they identify as, you're doing the exact opposite. Right, right, right. And then, you know, when you try to challenge it, right? And I'm not saying Leland's like this because I have no fucking idea. Um, you, you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. You couldn't walk in my shoes. Most of the guys that I say see, you know, see saying this, don't let have a very bad life. So please uh, tell me again how oppression has, uh, you know, has affected you. Yeah, it's a touchy, touchy subject. I stay touchy subjects. I don't give a fuck. Touchy, but, touchy. Uh, um, well, what I was saying um, about the 4th of July was what I was going to say was how funny it is how Americans um, celebrate. Let's put up some Gaffigan. I want to hear some Gaffigan. <laughs> okay, so Jim Gaffigan is one of my favorite comedians, our favorite comedians. And this is him talking about um, just his little take on 4th of July. Like, July. Celebrations. Hold on. You retarded. Oh, my God. Are you serious right no, now? I'm playing it. It's um, there. Let's do this again because my wife clean. got... Oh. Put it in the front of the microphone, weirdo. Most we use holidays so we can eat more. I normally don't have a burger, a brat, and a steak, but it is 4th of July. (laughs) And uh, I need the energy if I'm going to start blowing crap up. That's what the founding fathers would want. (laughs) It's so true, though. It's like we we grill out, we eat all this food. Uh, we drink, we go on boats, and... Blow some shit up, Mark, man, yeah! <laughs> oh, my beer, watch this, you got a mullet, I believe you. Yeah, um, parades, fairs, you know, all that stuff. But, it's kind of uh, fucked up that, like, you know, now that, you know, it's 4th of July, and it's something that, you know, obviously Americans really take pride in, you know, in, in celebrating, and it's like, now, everyone's like, all like, oh, can I, can I do this? Is this okay? Fireworks are bad? Yeah, well, are they not what, bad? What was it that your friend posted today? Or oh, yeah, uh, not my friend, I actually just met the guy recently... Didn't even meet him. He just, I don't fucking even remember how we became friends. We became friends. Maybe he sent me a friend request. Maybe I said, I don't know. Whatever. He was like, 
Um, is, is the Fourth of July okay to celebrate? Is is, is it still okay? Uh, is I gonna offend anyone? You guys sure? <laughs> fucking killed me. Funniest shit I ever heard. Because if you gotta tiptoe around fucking the Fourth of July, something's wrong. Then America, from the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself. Because this is what you've made the country. The greatest country in the fucking world is slowly becoming something that like you kind of squint your eyes. You know, like when okay, when you see Renee Zell Weger. When you see that weird ass bitch, like she just bit a lemon, that's what everyone's face is like when they think about America now. Like this, like. Oh my gosh. Well, like I said before, it's like walking on eggshells. Yeah, Renee Zellweger. 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 Whatever the fuck her name is, the can't nobody pronounce that shit. Um, so we do have something actually rather controversial, touchy to, to bring up. Okay. Today. Um, because of the occasion, the, the day, the celebration, um, the national anthem is a hot topic right now because there is now a black, well, a black national anthem. Which is kind of weird to me because the whole stance that I'm seeing on the Black Lives Matter movement, all the racial shit is that they, they want equality. That, you know, black people want equality. Which I fucking 100% stand behind and back every single goddamn centimeter of every fucking shit you got to say about that. I'm buying 100%. The fact that they want equality. The way that they're going about it contradicts the fact that they want equality. Right. Oh, we want to be equal, but we don't want to be, the, you know, equal. I want equal, but I don't want to be treated the same. We want our own shit, but let's all be equal. If there's a black national anthem, that's kind of the complete fucking opposite of being equal. So let's, let's back up. Some of you may not have heard about it. So the black national anthem. You heard about anthem, this shit, and I heard about this and shit. And it's literally problems. that's what they're calling it is the black national anthem. It used to be the Negro national anthem. It, it, it really was actually the name of it was the the Negro national anthem. Right. Um, but it all started from American writer um, and civil rights activist James Welder Johnson. Weldon. So Weldon, sorry. Whatever. Maybe it is Welder. I, I just guess. Um, so actually, he actually wrote this poem in 1900 is a poem and it was a poem about the israelites reaching the promised land reaching the promised land getting out of egypt and um you know going through that slavery like getting out of that slavery and of course it had a lot to do with the times i get it and, and, and it makes sense but uh, um, uh, it was it was a Christian poem yeah, yeah no this is de- this is actually absolutely a, a Christian poem um he wrote it in 1900 his, his brother uh, in 1905 they put it to music so it became a song and um actually many churches still um sing it will sing that song it's a really beautiful song um and like i said it's about exodus and and also you know the whole in the wilderness and just that whole section of the bible okay um and basically what they did in I don't know, like ten to fifteen years later, I, I didn't <clears throat> mark down the exact date. About twelve date. years, I think it was, right? Um, he actually became um, one of the head of the NAACP. colored people. Yeah, and you said colored people. That's racist as hell. It, no, that's what it's called. Advancement of colored people. I'm just saying, but the way you said it, of colored people. <laughs> and once once he got in that position, um, well, well, remember that. He, they actually used that for a celebration in 1905 for Abraham Lincoln. Right. It was, it was actually dedicated to Abraham Lincoln, um, which is one of the statues they just defaced. <laughs> right. Ironically. But um, 
Yes, so this is the whole thing, right? <clears throat> now, really crazy thing is that they want to play it for the first week games, week one of the National Football League, right? My buddy Dolphin going to have some more on this in a little bit, right? But we were watching the Hodge Twins earlier on YouTube, and they're completely fucking against the entire Black National Anthem. The video we saw earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... But basically, it's just the, the N... <clears throat> NAACP, they're the ones that dubbed it. You know, like 12 years after it was already written... Um, as a poem about the Bible, they Booker dubbed it. Washington dubbed it the Negro National Anthem. Yes, exactly. And now it's kind of just sort of, I don't know, swam through history, just All up I'm and down. I'm going to say I asked seven black people what they knew about the song. Fucking none of them knew what it was. Yeah. Not well, because it's not about being black. It's not about being <laughs> black at all. Um, it was about slavery of, you know back then from Egypt. It was about slavery, period. And yes, because they were going through slavery, it fit, but it wasn't written for the slavery they were going through. It wasn't. It was not going, it was not. No. It was written in 1900. Was there still slavery in 1900? No. And, um. When was the slavery abolished? Yeah. And then, um, also they sang it at the inauguration for Barack Obama. Right. And not even knowing why they were singing it. (laughs) And Beyonce has it on. (laughs) Beyonce has it on her shit. So, yeah, that's <clears> – <throat> and what they're doing is – well, Dolphin's going to talk about that. Right? See, for me, yeah, he is. And it, the way I look at it is like this. No one fucking knows. No one knows what that man was thinking when he wrote it. No one knows what the fuck he was doing. No one even knows what it really was about. All we know is what everyone thinks they think that the man was thinking about when he thought about writing the fucking shit he was thinking. Boom. It's true, but the point is, he was talking about Exodus. Okay. It, it, I mean, it, that's the history of it. All right. So, so, yeah. Anyways, we'll get into that. Do, when are we going to have Dolphin? Yeah, right now, if we want to, after this ad. Yes. Okay, we're going to have Dolphin. Happy 4th of July on this day. Real Tacky Lack with Dolphin Williams. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, y'all. I, I'm going to do something today. I'm going to, uh, something from the norm. Uh, we used to have this term in the army called breaking it down Barney style, which you don't, if you don't know, Barney was a character for a children's uh, television show and he'd teach you things like spelling and he had that song I love you you love me and all that stuff right so when I say breaking it down Barney style I'm trying to break it down so even the peons who don't usually understand stuff can understand stuff okay so check this out black lives matter right black excludes every other color when you just say black lives matter and all lives matter includes everything okay now the nfl's about to uh for the before week one they're gonna play the black national anthem which i've never heard of i'm gonna have to check it out after this but when you say black national anthem you exclude everybody in the nation except for black people when you say national anthem you include everybody in the nation so i I broke it down as as simplest as i can for you know for all these leftists and everything okay Let's also talk about Layla Santiago. If y'all don't know who she is, she works for CNN. And I guess Trump's going to do a little thing for the 4th of July. He's going to stand in front of Mount Rushmore, right? Well, as she was reporting, she was like, well, Trump's standing in front of this monument with two slave owners. And, you know, that's accurate. But still, <laughs> I don't think there's a place for that because CNN just years earlier when Obama was in was saying all types of nice things about Mount Rushmore when Bernie Sanders walked up to it they were saying all types of things that were nice about Mount Rushmore even in 2016 uh I think Acosta 
was saying that, hey, this is an appropriate place for a president to go for 4th of July, to you know, to celebrate the 4th of July. So I just want to point out the hypocrisy there. Look, I, I, I didn't talk about weightlifting or anything today. Of course, get it in. Of course, everybody's going to eat their barbecue and stuff. But uh, also get them uh, push-ups in, get them curls in, get that uh, planks in, whatever you got to do, okay? Talk to y'all later. I don't know if you've heard, but Anchor.fm is the app. If you want to start a podcast, that's where you got to go. It's free. They give you uh, tools that lets you upload, edit your content straight from your phone or from your laptop. They also give you a sponsorship with no minimal or minimum listenership at all. Nothing required. You can start making money today, right now, with Anchor.fm. Uh, so hurry up, run, and download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm. To get started, ASAP. My mm. man, Dolphin, the, the Miamis of the Williams. Yeah. Also, real quick, man, he has a new YouTube. I'm going to be putting the stuff oh, yeah. up there because uh, it's called Institutionalized with Dolphin Williams. going to start dolphinizing on your Dolphinizing <laughs> all day. Dolphinize. That's going to be the new hashtag, man. Uh, so we'll put the links in, but just check that out. Uh, we have a lot of shit in the works, but um, let's get he back to the puts, topic at he, hand. He He's very good with current events and, and history and just points out different perspectives, especially as as a black man who's served in the Army, right? Right. In the Army. Um, so he just has a lot of different, I don't know, you know, perspectives. He's a awesome fucking dude. I'm, I'm glad that uh, that I ran into him. I'm glad that we met up. We linked up. He's a, he's a, I, I love the dude. Straight the fuck up. Yep. Uh, he, I'm never going to hear you at the end of this because I usually hate the motherfucker, but today he's going to get some <laughs> shout outs. Yeah, um, but how about that Layla? Son yeah, you know, my daughter's, my oldest daughter's name is Layla, so that, you know. <laughs> what does that got to do with it? just makes me think about, like, what if somebody stole my daughter and beat her to death and shit, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Layla Santiago, that's what happened to that lady. Yes, but she, but he's talking about when, what, I'm talking about what Dolphin said about Trump. Oh, that's the oh, wrong person, huh? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck it. Anyway, uh, that was the other bitch that just got uh, some military. What was her name? The military lady. Are you talking about the one that went missing? Yeah, I thought that's what he was talking about. No. He's talking about did the lady. you even listening? I did not listen. I never listened. Fuck Dolphin. I just said that shit. Basically. Anyway, Leo Santiago is the lady that said that Trump doing what he's doing is. Yeah, is is not right. It's racist because of the two, the two slave owners and Mount Rushmore, which is accurate, like Dolphin said. But. How are they going to say that? You know? Why was it a good idea for uh, Obama to do it? Why was it an idea for Bernie Sanders to do it? Why was it not, you know, it's a good idea when everybody does it, but not when Trump does it because he's fucking Trump. Oh, you're Kentucky. It's either that or it's just the day and time <coughs> that we are in now where no, it's, like it's I mean, everything like, is blown. It's up. right before a presidential election. True. They don't want him to win. Um, I'm going to say it like this. I love Trump. Trump is a fucking idiot. He's a fucking imbecile, but I love him to death because... He's what I imagine any regular, everyday fucking American, if they were just happened to somehow get in the White House, that's Trump. Yeah, and we've brought that up before. I too. mean, he says what he thinks, like me, does whatever the fuck he wants. Plus, no matter what, he's fucking rich. Oh, well, they gave him a million dollars. If your daddy gave you a million dollars, you would be broke next year, you piece of fucking shit. So, stop with that bullshit. Giving somebody a million dollars doesn't automatically, you know, make it so that he's going to be rich for the rest of his life. Trump's right. done something right. He, in the fact, has well, never been back. Yeah. Hammer time. <laughs> who the fuck is that? Vanilla ice. Yeah, who? They're all broke. Look, I don't want ice cream. You're getting fat, baby. No more ice cream. But uh, anyway, <laughs> they gave him some money, and they're like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, he has gold fucking toilets. That's a win in my book. 
That's Queen. <laughs> no. Okay, originally. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> wow. You don't like Freddie Mercury because he's gay. I get it. So, actually, um, we are not, it's not just talking about that. I, I think we're done talking about that. Are we done talking about that? Uh. Because we have some positive things to talk about. No, we don't so, have no positive shit to talk about. And I'm still got to call my buddy. Yes, we actually do. What do we got to talk about that's positive? Well, it's coming way, up. When I, we talk to our Canadian friend. Oh, uh-huh. I thought yeah. you meant, yeah. You know, that's actually a good part of the show. Um, Really quickly, let me go ahead and see if I can get a hold of my buddy because I asked some questions earlier and I'm going to have him do it on the show. I'm not even going to fucking warn him. I'm just going to call his ass. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't but care. But so the, um, you go ahead and get him on the phone or, or try to, but. We're going to fast A teammate him. Why? Because he's going to be looking at the ceiling. Fa- fast A teammate. I don't know why. I just, I felt like it was the right thing to do. Oh, he want to be a dirtbag and not answer. Oh, look at it here. Look at it here. here. <laughs> look at it. Ha ha. You on a podcast, bro. You on a podcast, 100%. Oh, shit. What's up? What's happening, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm all right, man. Just all right walking around. <laughs> <laughs> so, earlier, I, uh, I asked you a couple things, man. Uh, 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 and I want to start with the first one. How do you feel about the Negro National Anthem? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, it's the fucking Negro. That's what they call it. I'm going to call it that now. I'm racist sometimes. <laughs> What's she call it? She said the Black National Anthem. She's trying to be politically correct. Yeah, I'm being politically correct. Um, honestly, I, I don't feel like it's a National Anthem. Like, you and I talked before. I feel like it's exactly what it is. It was a song made for somebody's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let me ask you a question, right? Like, Legitimate bullshit. Did you know about this shit last month? Dog, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe there's anything wrong with that. I don't think anybody did. I mean, right? people that say that they did, I, honest to God, will not believe that shit, no matter what they say, man. So, so I believe every culture has a specific song. Just how America has the national anthem, black people have the so-called black national anthem, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. I feel like we, we took that and made it our own the same way I feel like we took the N-word and turned it into a, a word for, like, a term of endearment. It's like how Italians took uh, Eye of the Tiger because of Rocky, and that's our national anthem, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You're retarded. It's the truth, baby. 1976. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? That's when Apollo Creed barely won. That's some racist-ass shit. But anyway, <laughs> so my next question is very simple, right? How do you feel? I'm sorry, no, no, no. Do you think it's promoting segregation or, or, or equality, like the fact that they're doing this uh, whole shit? I would say both. On account of there are a lot of people that are ignorant to the fact that something like this is this. So, of course, them saying that, oh, you're going to play this at the NFL or in the NFL, yeah, they're going to have an issue with that, and they're going to be, uh, what's the word I want to say? They're going to be res- not resentful, but they're, they're going to have some kind of, like, I guess restriction, and they're going to pull back from it. Right. And now now that's going to cause, I guess you could say, more divide, because it's like, well, now everybody's on Rowdy that, well, I don't, I don't like them, so they can stay on that side. And then you're going to have people that accept it and be like, okay, we've had the national anthem for however long the NFL has been a thing. Right. So You're going to have people kneeling on the first anthem, and then you're going to have people kneeling on the other anthem. <laughs> exactly. So it's like it could go both ways, man. It just depends on the demographic. And right. really, if you accept it, you accept it. If not, then, hey. 
See, the way I look at it, right, and the song is a beautiful fucking song, bro. Like, legit, beautiful fucking song. The, the, the meaning song. is a Christian song. It's, I like everything it's saying. Um, right. What, whether it's, it's a Negro, black, national anthem, to me, that has nothing to do with it. The fact that I believe that... You're calling the, it that. Not, not just calling it, but the fact that the NFL <laughs> is, like, literally doing this, not because they think it's right, because if they thought it was right, they'd do it the rest of the fucking, you know, year. It'd be all 16 exactly. games. Exactly. But no, they're doing it because they want to shut some people up, please some other people, and that's where I see the problem in this bullshit, right? That's how I look at it, though. Yeah. That's why I say it could go either way. And, I mean, it's like that with a lot of people. It's not just the NFL. It's a lot of these big corporations or other, like, big names or any any business. They're yeah. only doing this because they're being pressured into doing it. Right. They don't want Compliance. to catch any heat. So they're like, hey, uh, let's go ahead and show a little support so we can, you know, boost our ratings a little bit or just be shown in the light that we accept everybody and we don't. Even though we're in the dark, we're, you know, we're against all this, but let me go ahead and just share light that we, you know, show support. Yeah. And it may not be genuine, but... Yeah, I it's mean, all about looks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's what's important, though. I mean, for 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 a lot of corporate people, it's looking good. You know what I mean? To them, a lot of yeah, a lot exactly. of it's like right. uh, I don't know if you should, you heard the the CrossFit episode we had, but that's what that was about, right? But now I'm gonna ask you one last thing so you can go back to work. I know you'd be working and shit, but um, <laughs> I want to know if you agree or you disagree. To me, right, this is how I look at shit, right? You can't seek equality while demanding to be di- you know different. So like to me, equality means equal. So like saying something right. like oh, I want equality, I want equality, I want equality, but I still want black national anthem. Realistically, that's not really equality because you're asking for special treatment by looking for something different and not equality. Do you agree or disagree? And why? So, you ain't got to agree with me because we homies, bro. Just do say what I you say. Just, I just want to say, so here comes the bias. I, I don't agree just because of the fact that black people have been mistreated for so long. We haven't, we haven't been at the forefront of anything. So, motherfucker, y'all got basketball and football. I do not want to hear. You got, goddamn. Have you met LeBron James, motherfucker? Goddamn. <laughs> well, he, he, honestly, he's one of the ones that sparked change, and I guess for all this to come about, like he's one of the ones, like he's at the top of the list. Like he's creating schools, he's creating all kind of programs, and not just for black people, it's for everybody. That's what it's I like. See, that, and people always give me shit when I say this about LeBron because LeBron just wants to help his community, people, so on and so forth. It's not right. about just. And, like, even the guy that we talked about, the CrossFit, he's opening uh, CrossFit. He's a black owner. But for inner city, not for, like, you know, certain sections of inner cities, but just anybody's allowed to go. And that's the kind of shit that I love, man, because that's equality. Because it's, like, it's not a black CrossFit. It's just CrossFit. Anybody can show up. Right. And you you can't help that majority of the population that shows up as black. You can't help that. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just depends on the demographic. Then a little motherfucker like man. me come around and, and start beating and people around. up in the hood, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> yeah, but... but it, it's just like, that's where he's from. Like, he's from Akron, Ohio, and there's a lot of black people in Akron. Like, you can't help the fact that his school has probably, I would say, 90% of his school that he created is probably black kids. See, and we're saying the same thing though when it comes down to it. That's all fine and dandy, man. All right, bro, I'm gonna let you get back to work. I wanted to get you a little. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. This is my man, Jamal Wilkins Tyrone. <laughs> Daniel Golden. Damn it! Is why'd you say his name? <laughs> <laughs> it's Kareem Abdul Golden. <laughs> now, thank you, man, Daniel Golden, bro. Much love. I always love you having on the show, bro. Talk to you next time. All right, man. Appreciate all right, my y'all. man. Appreciate it. Yep. Hey, hang up, man. I don't know how to hang up, man. Uh, yeah. See. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, people think that we're going to have people on the show that always agree with us. Right. 
Yeah, he disagrees. He's Pat fucking racist him. for disagreeing with me, but still, that's okay. <laughs> ha, you off the phone. I can talk all this shit now. That's the power I got. I got the power I got. You gone well, now. Well, well, like, not necessarily, though. Well, I mean, what was his opinion in a nutshell? He just, I mean, it's just the way that, that he looks at it is that, you know, he doesn't believe that it's creating separation, you know, but it's like, obviously, being a black guy, you know, he's lived through certain things and he's seen certain things and, and witnessed certain things. But, like, it's it's... In the end, he thinks it can go both ways, uh-huh. but I think that he's all for equality. And uh, Yeah, like at the heart of it, I think that he wants the same thing. The problem where I think and where we think comes in is when you start deeming it a colored thing. Right, right, right. Like, And I, I, get, I get why a lot of things happen that way, man, but it's like you said, you, know, you turn the N-word into you know, a positive thing, use it as your own, but like in the same sense, by doing that, it still creates separation. Uh, 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 I'm one of the I'm one of the non-black looking motherfuckers that wherever I go I say nigga and nobody will ever say nothing to me because the way I talk it just comes out and it sounds like natural. So even if they catch it they're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? By the time it's gone they already forgot. Mm. Plus I'm you know I'm six foot two, two hundred whatever the fuck pounds and you know I hit a motherfucker in the mouth. But uh, but in a nutshell, the pro- only problem that we see uh, our opinion is naming it, naming something, you know, based on a color. But yet you're trying to unify people as a whole. That doesn't right. make any sense. It's like what they said uh, the other day. They were like, you know, Black Lives Matter isn't just for black people. And, and, and it isn't. But it's, <laughs> it's labeled Black Lives Matters. You know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. All right. So we're going to leave that alone. Get on some more positive stuff, okay, right? Yeah. So we got, so we got some, something real cool, man. A, a guy that I met recently. All right. His name is Brendan K. I'm not going to say it again. I said it once later on. And I, I, I didn't butcher it. Um, we, we recorded this earlier. He did call in, and uh, we just wanted to get up. Yeah, it was just, what, maybe an hour or two ago? I don't even think, yeah, it was about an hour. Yeah, it was, it was actually at noon. It was right at noon when it happened. Okay. Uh, he's a motivational speaker, um, a public speaker, I'm sorry. He, uh, as crazy as it is, is that um, he loves public speaking. He, like, teaches people yeah. public speaking. But I think it was a really good show, and it's just, you know, the whole topic is, you know, becoming independent from your fears and your insecurities and... Yeah, freeing your mind. Free your mind! Yep. Um, and he's young. He's young as fuck. I don't know how old the motherfucker is, but he's young as fuck. I think he's 15 and a half. But he's got some great... He points. might not have graduated high school yet, and he's already went to college twice. All right. My buddy, uh, real cool dude. I really like the guy. I thought he was a, a very good show. So here we it. go. Have at it, right? Um, Brendan K. Well, well basically, basically, today's the uh, 4th, 4th of July, July over, over here in... Uh, in the Americas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too far away. Don't worry. Right. Um, we were reading, though, because I was trying to catch up on some information about uh, basically independence out there, which is the first, first right? right? You got it. Exactly. So it was a couple of days ago. Right, right. Exactly. exactly. What do you what guys do, do for, uh, for Canadian independence, man? To be honest, we don't do anything I, I, as I, exciting <laughs> as you two. We, we kinda, I kind of woke up. It was Canada. I was like, Oh, right. I have a day off today, don't I? I was like, yes, <laughs> I still got to work. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome, awesome man. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, so There's no fireworks and drunk people. and <laughs> No, it's not that. Especially now, I mean. It's just So probably, speaking, speaking of now, now how, how things have been, been though, how, how's, how's it? How's everything getting affected out there? Out there? I, don't I don't want to go, go too, too much into the whole COVID rant, but like, what's, 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 what's affected you the most? Yeah, for sure. I would say for me. It's not as bad as it is in the States. I think that's one way of starting this conversation. So it's not the end of the world. but uh, And it's not to say that it is in the States either. But, you know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not so bad, you know. 
you know, it's, it's okay. We're hanging okay. But the, the, I'd, I'd say for me, the biggest thing that affected me, uh, by the way, just side note. So, so anyways, so, so COVID has been, uh, has been an interesting ride for me because, because usually most of the time I spend, I spend speaking at conferences or attending them. So I'm usually, I'm actually always in the States. Like I was in Los Angeles in February. I was in San Diego the week before. Like I'm always, I'm always outside of, of the country. But what happened with obviously the situation is all my speaking revenue went to zero. So wow. I kind of had to go back. But it's not the end of the world. I'm very well diversified. It's not like a terrible tragedy. But what happened was I had to really pivot really quick. I was like, okay, well, if I want to keep growing my YouTube channel, I can't speak anymore. What can I do now? And then obviously the idea for podcasting came in or giving virtual speaking keynotes and stuff like that. Because the first thing I did is I looked at your YouTube. I looked at your YouTube and I want to see what you were doing and, and I, I want to talk today, today to be mostly about independence of fear, which is, you know, public speaking, it's a big fear, fear for a lot of people. And, and um, I, saw I saw one of the things that were, you wrote down about, about what is the biggest fears or biggest challenges of coming over the fears of uh, speaking, right? Absolutely. I, I, I'm happy to talk about that as well. So, so, yeah. Um, and expounding on that, I just think that in general, um, you being a motivational speaker, um, helping people get past their insecurities and their fears, whatever they may do, be doing. Of course. Yeah. And I'm happy to speak on both of those. So let's start with this idea of where does public speaking fear come from, right? We, we all, for some reason, are scared of public speaking, but we don't really understand why that is. The answer is super simple. If you think about it, most of the presentations we've given in our lives are entirely forced. We don't wake up one morning and say, hey, Art, Amber, you want to get breakfast today and present for the rest of the <laughs> Right. This doesn't make sense. Most of the presentations we've given have either been in high school, college, university, or, you know, at work. That's it. There's no, there's no fun public speaking time, right? Right. So what happens is we're conditioned to present topics we're not passionate about. You know, the history teacher walks in and says, hey, Amber, can you do a presentation on the Renaissance? And you're like, there, is this like a fruit or something? You're like, what is this? <laughs> then you find out later, it's a time period in history. You had to figure it out. Second thing, you present to students who don't really care that much about what you're presenting because they have to go up there. They have to kind of be that, that target and present themselves. So they're not super excited to watch you. And then you have teachers who are extremely stressed, who have 30 presentations to go through that day and are, you know, have so many, you know, other issues that, you know, in general. So they're stressed out. So with all of this going on, no wonder we're all scared of public speaking. It's kind of normal if you think about it, right? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy cause cause like, I've, I've never, never given, given it that thought. thought. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person where like, I don't, I can talk to anybody. I don't, I don't care. But, but it, it makes, makes sense because if someone's, someone's making you talk something about that you don't want to talk about or you're not passionate about, then I mean, I can see where the fear comes into play. That makes absolute sense to me. Yeah, attaching it to that initial emotion that you had the first time you did it. Of course. So, so I guess building on that idea, now that we understand where the fear comes from, how do we mitigate that? The best way to do that is to change the way that we view presentations from a chore, from something that we don't want to do, from something terrible like our history presentations were in high school or college or wherever it was, to something that builds a greater impact on what we're doing. So I'll give you an example. Because a lot of people ask me this question. They go, well, Brendan, I don't have that much things that are interesting to present because I'm like work and stuff. And what do I present over there? And I say, okay, no worries. Is there something that you care about outside of work? 
So for, for you two, a good example is this very podcast. Your reason to master communication is very clear. If I want more people watching the show, I need to communicate my ideas, my thoughts, my questions to the guests that I have on today in a way that's compelling, in a way they understand, in a way that speaks to my audience. Simple enough. But for people who don't do podcasts, be something simple like, is there a, an organization that you're a part of? An extracurricular activity? Is it organizing a marathon? Is it uh, get inspiring people to, to run their first mile? Is it raising some money for a charity you care about? Whether it's a women's shelter, whether it's an animal shelter, it doesn't really matter, right? And then building on that, or is there a group of kids that you mentor? that you're, you're a marketing expert and you're teaching the marketing. So there's always a way to game the system. So the key is simple. Pick a presentation that you can actually help people with. You can actually solve a problem so that you change the way that you present. So that people come up to you and said, instead of just the history presentation, they say, hey, Amber, that was a really good presentation. Thanks for solving this problem for me. So yeah, so that's, 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 right. that's awesome. And like, like that's, that's one of the topics I wanted, I wanted to be was just independence of fear in general. Obviously, you guys, you guys had Independence Day a couple days ago. ago. We uh, yeah. well, well, not, not even, even we, we, we live in Mexico, Mexico man. But uh, <laughs> oh, you know, that's one, cool. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. We're actually <laughs> in Rosarito, which what twenty five minutes from San Diego. Um, so that's where we're at. It just makes the most sense for all things that we do. But yeah, we can all tie it in to a cool podcast. You know. Yeah, I mean. People really interested in that life anyway, in Mexico, but like I wanted the key to be independent from everything, not just, you know, the stuff going on in the States or whatever, but just people need to stop following and doing, like an independent should be about how you think about things, how you feel about something, how you say you're losing your fears, right? Yeah, as well as the freedom of getting rid of your insecurities and fears, you know, because that's kind of all tied in together. Right, like, like she's, she's a life, life coach, coach, and she's, I'm just, just, I just talk a lot, lot of shit, shit man. man. You know what I mean? People <laughs> like to listen to it because I just <laughs> She's ramble. the serious one. Right, yeah, right. right. I, just I just ramble and ramble, and eventually it makes sense, sense to people. people you know? <laughs> so have you, um, so have you helped people um, with your speeches and just with your, your background and everything? Have you helped them overcome insecurities in a way? And, and what are maybe some of the key things that you um, bring up at first to help them well, first of all, to point them out and then to get past them. Of course. And I think it's a very beautiful question. So I never intended to be that way, like to help people with their insecurities. But what happened was public speaking, as you all, as you both know very well, is tied into that. Because if we have insecurities for the things that we're scared of, it's really difficult for us to go out there and share ideas to the world. So I ended up becoming a life coach myself, I guess, in this journey. And what I'm going to share is very controversial. I think it will add a new perspective to how we how we think and how we move about this. We discussion. love that. I love controversy, <laughs> awesome. bro. Let's go. Let's let's do it then. So just to give you two an idea of what imposter syndrome looks like for me, I started Mass Truck when I was 22, not 32, not 45, not 28, 22. Who in the world am I to teach public speaking tips to the world? How does that even make any sense? Right. Right. So one side of the coin is Brendan is unqualified. Brendan shouldn't do this. Why is Brendan making videos? But the other side of the coin that's a lot more interesting for the three of us and for everyone watching is who suffers from my inability to take action? So every day I decide not to make a video, who suffers from that? So right. for me, one side of it is, Brendan, you're not qualified. You shouldn't do this. Uh, don't make videos in your basement. But the other side of it is, what about 16-year-old Julia? She's right. 16. 
She wants to make a difference in the world. So what does she do? She wants to give a little presentation to her class, raise a bit of money for her favorite animal shelter. So she wants to master communication to some extent. She has some interest. So where does she go? Well, Julia spends most of her days on social media. So she goes on YouTube. That's where a lot of her favorite YouTube stars go on. She types public speaking tips. And what does she find? Well, she finds a bunch of old white dudes who don't know anything about communication. So what does she believe? She believes that, well, public speaking isn't for me. So I'm just going to close my laptop and never thinking about it for the rest of my life. Unless I did something about it. Yes, that's, that's a very awesome right. point. That's a very good way to look at it. Yeah, like who are you to hide behind this one half a coin? You know, you're, Ooh, you're that's holding. Beautiful. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Steal that. I love that. Steal that's away. Good. Yeah, yeah all day, man. Um, See, we, we most, most of our shows, shows are, I don't know if you guys listen, listen to much of the podcast, podcast, but we, we, we are very controversial. controversial. A lot of people just kind of, uh, I mean, we've got, we've got a lot of following, but, but this is going to be not necessarily serious because I can't, can't fucking help myself, myself up. But, but it's, it's going gonna, gonna to be more of a, of a genuine topic and not really just me talking crap and my guests talking crap about Yeah, it's just something extra to bring in. But um, I really like what you're saying because, so for you, um, you, you may, may have, have all the qualifying experience, experience education, education and whatnot, but you, like, for example, we're personal trainers. You didn't necessarily go to college to get, you know, you know, to bachelor's of science. There's just a bunch of steroids and just did a lot of, lot of the weights and that's all I got So people could easily say, you know, why should I listen to you? You didn't go to right. school. But because of our experience and just your potential and your intelligence and everything that you do know, you would be doing a disservice to people to not share it. Right. And it's the same, same for, for you. Absolutely. And just before I answer, I just want the let the record show that art does not take steroids. That's not a good thing. To, <laughs> in case, cause you weren't, you weren't putting out that disclaimer. So I just want to do it. on You know what's awesome? In Mexico, it's hundred percent legal. legal. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do it, everyone, please. But just everyone else, do legal. not do steroids. It's not for you. Don't drink <laughs> them like I do. Yeah. I, just, I just want to push that because I, I realized very quickly in this cover that Amber was the serious one. So, yeah. yeah. That it was, oh, no. And the thing is, the people that do this and they know that uh, I just say some dumb crap sometimes for comedic It's expected. Effect, so. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's. it's, it's we are, all, all the stuff we offer as far as the shows that we do and the things that we talk about. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's for us, us and our perspective, perspective. And, and we, we always, always tell people we don't expect you to do what we say or what we do. Do, do your own research, research but, but if you want to cut some, some shit out of the research, research we, can we can help. Exactly. <laughs> I love this. Yes. To, to build on what you were saying, Amber, yeah. about like, what's the next step out of insecurity and looking at the right side of the coin, I love that analogy as well. I think the next thing that I would focus on is this quote that I live by, which is be insane or be the same. If you want to be like everyone else, if you want to do what everyone else wants to do, right? Except not art. Don't do what art's doing. Go for everyone else, right? If you want to do that, go do that. But if you want to do something important, something unique, something different with your life, you need to learn the art of being more insane. So what does that mean? I'll give you an exercise for your audience to follow. This is what I call communicating the weird things that you do on a daily basis to everybody that you know that is not illegal. And I'm looking at you, Art. So what does this mean? Okay, so every day that I wake up, and I'm going to be the example here in this example, in this, in this exercise, is all of my friends know all the weird things that I do in life that isn't illegal. 
So I'll give you some examples. I can speak three languages, but I karaoke in eight. I spend an hour a day dancing alone in my basement. I love Justin Bieber. I don't care what anyone else says. I love Justin Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> okay, nobody says. Amazing. No so, but notice what I want you to all to pay attention is notice the confidence in which I'm projecting that, those statements. So most humans, when they talk about the weird things that they do, because everyone has weird stuff. Right. They, they get, get all weird and giggly. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, so I listen to Justin Bieber, and uh, but not really, though. <laughs> so what this does, I know it's a weird exercise, and your audience probably thinks I'm bizarre, but the, the reason why this is so effective is it forces you to be unique. Right. It forces you to communicate mm-hmm. the weird things that you do. So over time, you get used to it. It starts to happen is 90% of your friends start to run away from you because you're not, you're not complying to the norm. But the other 10% go, yeah, it's fine. You can totally listen to Justin Bieber. I don't really care so as long as you're happy. Then you start to figure out who your true friends are really quickly. Right. Yep. And then the next step after that is like, now I have everything that I need. So now that I start to question everything in life, why am I married? Why do I need to have two and a half kids? Why do I need to have a white picket fence? Right? Why do I need to live in America? Why don't I just live in Mexico? Right? Right. Then we start to question everything. And then when we get to that level, then we become by what I call insane, which most people don't get to. So when you get to that level- And what a weight lifted too. Yes, you know? I love that. You can just yes. be yourself. What, what I've noticed, noticed is uh, exactly, exactly what, you're, what you're saying. Is, is people, people are so bent on acceptance and approval that they're afraid, afraid to be themselves. And once, and once they realize, they, I mean, by being yourself, yourself you're going to generate, you're going to you're gonna start attracting the real friends, friends that you want around you. Around you. Like, like she said, said it's a lift weight. I mean, it's a weight lifted. I'm really hard. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely but see, but see like that's, that's what, what i love about. um yeah this is perfect like for what you um really how you live your life anyway yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm very <laughs> different in the sense where she says all the time, time people think i'm just putting on a mask but like i i really never care about, about what people think, think. His uh, hair defines him very well. His personality. I love it. <laughs> like, uh, quick little short story. She's, She's in the crack because I ramble, ramble, but I moved to the States, States when I was two, two, two and, and a half. I was born in Honduras, right? right? English is not, not my first language. language. When I got, I got to the States, States I was going to school. Little kids were laughing, making fun of me. And I was laughing too. I thought they were buddies and shit. I mean, and they were making fun of me. But like, when I realized they were making fun of me, when I started understanding, by that, By that point, point, I didn't care anymore because I was already having fun with the dumb bastards, bastards, you know what I mean? But, but like, so at a young age, age, I learned that, fuck it, you know, if people don't like me, then I'm not going to like me. And that's something that a lot of people can't say. Or when they say it, they just say it because it's a cool thing to say. You know what I mean? So like, she gets mad at me sometimes because like, I have friends that I've known 10 years. I have no idea what your kid's name. Don't even know how many they have. But they take something away because they're friends. And you know, they all know that. But like, like uh, you were very lucky to overcome that at such a young age because you know, like I'm sure he sees a lot. Um, there's grown adults in their 50s, 60s that are still, you know, have that problem with insecurities. So you're you're one of the few that yes. <laughs> got over that early. Like when I was born, they were like, uh, yeah, this guy right here, put him with the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. No, 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 no. I love, I love this. This is honestly the best show I've been on today. It's just, I'm great. It's great. It's nice and relaxed. That's, That's awesome. awesome. The, the point I wanted to make here is, I'll, I'll present a different perspective. It's normal. I get it that nobody follows their dreams. Let me explain why. The reason is because our brains are wired for survival, 
not for happiness. So to build on that, to build that even further, to dive into that, what is the best way to survive? Well, it's to make sure that Amber and Art like me, right? So do whatever I can, because if I don't belong in a group, because humans are ultra social, we're social beings, that means I can't survive. So the only way to survive is to comply to the group. So it's normal that 99% of humans don't do that, don't, don't do what all three of us have done. That's okay. But let's build that. So now that we understand that it's normal behavior and we understand that it's normal, what do we do with that information now? Do we just say, okay, I'm just going to comply and survive and just be like it or realize that you have one life and you need to counter your own wiring if you actually want to make a difference? So for me, obviously, when I was 17, I obviously wasn't uh, very, <laughs> very public about the fact that I liked dancing right? Alone in my basement of all things. But then as I got older, I started to build more confidence and more specifically, I built a belief system, right? And that's what most people don't have is they don't even understand what they believe in. They just do what everyone else wants them to do. They just believe if all my friends are Republican, I'm going to be Republican. If all my friends are Democrat, I'm going to be Democrat. If all my friends like eating beans for breakfast, boy, am I going to eat a lot of beans for breakfast? <laughs> There's no thought. There's no ex. People like a lot of ask people ask me for habits because I'm just going on our tangent here. But a lot of people ask me habits. Should I like wake up at 5 a.m. and do yoga? That doesn't make sense. The only habit that matters. Okay, going on all of this and putting it all together is asking yourself the hard questions about life. People haven't even spent, forget 10 hours, 10 days, 10 years. Nobody, most people have never even spent 10 minutes just sitting down and saying, okay, well, if I had all the money in the world, how would I spend my time? You'd be shocked, guys. When I ask people this question, they always respond. It's crazy how unified they are with the response to. They say travel. Then I go, Okay, so you're going to travel 40 years and then die? <laughs> no. And then I said, okay, so what happens? Are you waking up at 8 a.m.? Are you waking up at 10? Are you waking up in the evening? Are you sleeping all day? Is there a partner next to you? Is there a dog in the house? Are you even in a house? Like nobody even right. asked themselves a question. And I think that's where we, we, um, we get stuck. That's, that's a very, very, very point. point. People are I like cattle. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. like cattle we just 100%. go out in the field and eat grass and just kind of look at what everybody else is doing um it's, it's very, very rare, rare that you see a cow, cow off by himself <laughs> it's funny because like uh, I, I like what you said with the travel because uh it doesn't matter what country you're in where you're at i've been lucky to have been to a lot of fucking countries and like when when you're doing anything in this bottom this is a very common question like, like even in any exercises, exercises, you know, if you're doing some kind of sales, sales training, training or whatever, whatever you're doing, you guess what? If you had all the money in the world, what would you do? do? Ninety-nine percent of people say travel. They don't even know where they're going to travel. travel. It's just it's something they've always heard because they, they think you know it's, it's, it's a cool thing to do is to go see the world, and, and like that's what blows my mind. Exactly. So spot on, you two. Like literally spot on. Like that's the point, right? Like me. Think of me. My passion in life, kids. Just so everyone really understands this is I spent all of my university years presenting. That's all I did. I loved it. Well, other guys my age, you know, watch basketball and sports. I never understood. It. I was like, is this like air in a ball? Why are people watching this? I don't get it. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm like, okay, so then these guys get replaced with other girls and guys. I'm like, okay, but it's always the same thing. You're throwing the ball around. Anyways, I don't get it. But I, I would spend <laughs> hours a day going through presentations, watching the University of Florida 
give their introduction. I would say, oh, this introduction sucks. We've got to change it. And I'm like having like pizza with my friends and this is what we're doing. Like this is the fun thing. Right, right. That's crazy because they're like that's bizarre. normal people. That's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. You know, but, but it's like, like to you, you that's normal. normal. And what, and what normal, normal people are doing is weird. weird. But that's, that's okay. okay. Exactly. Right. So because I had those, you know, those weird tendencies, the thing that I do with my life, the thing that brings me absolute joy is making YouTube videos, not on comedy, not on vlogging, not on even a podcast, on public speaking of all <laughs> things. It's like insanity. But that's the thing. That's what happens in what I call stepping into your insanity. Once you've done that, you've taken that step forward and you begin to question whatever, whatever else is doing then you start to make decisions for yourself. And another thing I really want to point out since, since I love where this discussion is going is for some reason, everyone strives to be normal, right? Everyone wants to be normal. So let's define that for people just so everyone's on the same page. Normal means the following. You're obese. You have an unhappy relationship. You probably don't make a lot of money. You don't get to do what you want in life. You have no direction in life. You probably have no purpose. You're borderline depressive. And especially now during these times, you're alone. Do you really want to be normal? That's why so many people are unfulfilled walking around like robots. Because everyone also does this thing where they, they, they're like, I'm unique. But, but it's just something they say. Like, normal is normal to... Normal didn't exist. Because normal for me is different from hers. From yours, from, yours, from anybody, anybody listening. listening. Like, yeah, we make a joke about the high school, like, cliques. Yeah, yeah. Like, how the people that try to be different, like the goth people, yeah. end up all being the same. Right, right. <laughs> oh, we're goth. But <laughs> you guys are all goth. It's not like he's the one goth, and you're goth 11, and you're goth Z, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm here in my house, in my basement. For some reason, I'm dressed well. I look like a pilot. You're a shark on dresser, man. Right, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you was like, Nice, nice time. time. This, this was, was good. good. All, All the blazers, blazers like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I wanted to piggyback on that is like, I, I can totally understand that how people try to be normal and then they get completely just depressed and unfulfilled and don't even know what they're doing, honestly. Um, being raised in a military family and um, just seeing all the military wives and just their job was to have kids, stay home, while the husband's deployed and, and kind of stay in that community and they were all miserable. You know, a lot of them are miserable. Not, not, not all of them, but um, that's a very good example. Cause it's like, they're like, Oh, this is normal. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, they're all fucking miserable. They're just good liars. Sorry. Sorry. Military wise. That's my opinion. That's how I look at shit. It's very rare for you to meet anybody, any person who is completely fulfilled and passionate about what they're doing and waking up excited for another day. Absolutely. I, I honestly have nothing to add. I think that's, that was very beautifully articulated. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got, got the, the public speaker to, to not have, have any words. words. Yes. High five. High five. High five. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time you come to San Diego or LA for, for a thing, I'll be your guest, your guest speaker. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Also, also uh, Go ahead. Oh, yeah. his, his, his YouTube, YouTube is called Master, Master Talk, Talk, right? Um, is it the same, same for the podcast? Yeah, why don't you tell about, about that? Yeah, for sure. So I'm not famous like Amber and Art people. So feel free to just message me on Instagram. I'm at Master Your Talk. I answer all my DMs. So if you have a question or anything that you're curious about, just let me know. And if you want to watch my YouTube videos, it's Master Talk in one word. Awesome. Oh, and then, and then uh, uh, let me see if I'm on my bushes, right? Brandon, I got a little buddy named Brandon, but Kumaro Sami. 
That was perfectly pronounced. I'm very surprised you got that right. Nice. I speak some other language too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a linguistical person. person. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've been watching these videos, man. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's funny because like, um, I have no problem with public speaking, but I've never ever seen a public speaking whatever it is you do, you do, but like, no, it's 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 awesome, man. It's uh, I've watched more than one video, so like for me to watch more than one video. Yeah, it's gotta, gotta be good because I'm, I'm fucking ADD. ADD. I'm like squirrel. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, definitely, definitely man. Um, when, when you, you get, get off the call, send me all the links that you, that you can. can so I can put them in the description, brother. We love having you on. Yeah, that was yes. really yes. different, man. It's awesome. And uh, hopefully, you share the shit out the podcast, man. Yeah, pleasure was mine. Thanks thanks for the both of you. And keep living your lives. I love it. Definitely, man. You too, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brendan. Hey, Brendan, have a good one, man. Awesome. All the best. So. I haven't started the editing yet, but but I'm just going to say that uh, hopefully it's not too bad to where you guys have to like, you know, tune away. But um, I had an issue on my microphone and what sucks is that I couldn't hear it until the recording was fucking done. Sound like an echo. Yeah, it's just an echo and it was only me. Motherfucker. But yeah. It's all right. Um, To me, it was very um, enlightening, I guess, a little bit. Like, he had a lot of good things to say. um, He's very well spoken too. And then the way just just his his analogies and how he wrote it, you know, how he just goes about it is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and it's really smart, too, because thinking about, like, why are people fearful of speaking? And this even isn't even necessarily, like, just public speaking. Think about just people who are intimidated. You can apply it to anything. Yeah, or just in, too intimidated to, to be Approach in a conversation. Someone, yeah. Approach somebody, anybody. How many times have you, you know, some of you weirdos out there that are listening to us, right, saw a hot chick or a hot dude that, hell, who knows, could have been the perfect fucking person for you, but you, you know... You're too intimidated yeah, and... Couldn't go out there and, and talk to him. You know what I mean? I wish I knew what that felt like just to be normal <laughs> one day. Right. Um, well... Kidding. Yeah, I don't want to be normal. I mean, and a lot of people face that issue. Um, and I bet you it's, it's gotten worse, not just this year, but I mean, as of like the last 20 years for people because of social media. Right, social media. Somebody can be recorded, calls, you know, screenshots. Um, yeah. And so you're you don't afraid even what you're gonna have fucking to say, yeah. go up to, you know, somebody in person and whatever. So that alone is intimidating for some people. But to public, to, to do it like in a group, public speaking, um, that's a whole nother level. And I like how he was like, well, it's just, it's, you start off on a bad foot. So you have an emotional attachment that's a negative one because you just remember doing it for like a paper or like right, right, right. Or, so, so automatically, you know, since you're like, damn, last time I had to public speak, you know, people laughed at me or I couldn't do a ride because everyone's staring at me, you know, about a subject I, I didn't care I about. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's like, if you got to do a presentation, um, treat it like you would anything else. And just, you know what? Believe in yourself. Start being, you know, not normal. Plus he said the thing that I liked was, uh, was, uh, be, uh, be insane or remain the same. Something along those lines. Right. And yeah. it's like his whole thoughts on that was dope. I liked it. I swear he was, he was really just, he was just talking about me. That was yeah. about me. No, it was perfect for you. Cause it's like, just think outside the box, think differently, just think and don't try to be different. Just think for yourself. Like I remember one time, right? Uh, Edmund was posting about some shit and he was like, Oh, Drake, fuck Drake. And I was like, I like Drake. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't care. who. Oh, you're gay, bro. You're gay. But y'all like some motherfucker called machine gun Kelly. Kill yourself in the face. You know who that is, huh? You um, don't want to know. You probably like it because you're, you're weird-ass taste in music. Yeah. So I, I like our our little theme that we have of freeing your mind. Um, Free your mind. Think independently. Well, what does the song say? It says, 
Free your mind. Um, be colorblind. Don't be so shallow. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Pay a fucking pay the tension because the tension's gonna pay the me. But I brought up two a tool um, that you would like your own mitosis. Yeah, I heard when he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was no, dope. I said that. I wrote that. I wanted to bring that up for you so that you would be happy. You said that? Didn't he say that? Uh-uh. No. He didn't say that. I wrote that down because I thought a tool. He did say that. Really? No, he said mitigate. Yeah, mitigate. Okay. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, freeing your mind from fear. So, do you know what mitosis means? Um, changing? It's, it's like when uh, shedding your skin, basically. Yeah. Out with the old and with the new. Right. Embrace the fact that you like Justin the Bieber's. You know what my favorite Justin Bieber time was? When he wasn't in sync. <laughs> when Justin Bieber was in sync, I loved in sync. When Justin Bieber left in sync, in sync is stupid now. It's not the right person. Oh, you, so he was in the the Black Street Boys? This is not Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I love him too, because he has that one song. Sexy the, No. What? Justin Timberlake songs that song uh, uh Sorry. Sorry? Yeah. No. What? what are you talking about? Justin Timberlake sings a song about sorry. Guys. You know what I'm talking about? No. The song, you know what song I'm talking about? The one you get mad when I sing it because it's talking about like, uh, at the end he goes, sorry, sorry. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't know where you're going with that. Onward. <laughs> but um, the point is free from insecurities. What does that even mean? When you start being, no, I mean the insecurity part. What, what but I'm it? saying, when you start being free of your own insecurities <clears throat> and and being proud of who you are, accept who you are, accept what you like, and just be you. You know, you're gonna end up getting rid of the people that make fun of you and don't like you for being yourself, and you start attracting the right kind of people. And, and and like Brendan said, then you start making other decisions in your life. Right, you start differently. Right, you start looking into shit a little deeper, and um, like what he said about travel. Right, well, every time somebody tells anybody. If you had a million dollars, you were rich, you had to do anything, what would you do? Everybody always says travel. They don't even know where the fuck they want to travel to. Yeah. But they just want to travel. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, your face. Anyway, that's all I got, babe. I think they say travel because it's anywhere but there, and they're so Girl, look unhappy. how smart you is with your words and sit and you're like, I want to be <laughs> um, Can we go to the carnival tonight? I'm not no carny, man. We got <laughs> Wait, a carnival right outside our window. I'm looking at it right now. It's, like, um, it's the, yeah. the. Me- you're so racist. <laughs> oh, my God. We have Mexican carnies down there. Anyway. I like um, to spy on them in the morning. <laughs> God, what a fu- she tells me, babe, babe, the carny dogs are out. I thought it was some kind of new fucking like food and shit. I'm like, what? They got chili beans on them? I'm like, no, look. There's, oh, there's carny dogs down there. <laughs> this is what I got to fucking deal with. People think I got to deal with that. She has to deal with me. Oh, no, 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 no. I got to deal with this woman. Through all my mitosis. Holy shit. And it runs. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Um, I, I would like to share with you guys.